Welcome back to Queer Christian Family Values, QCFV, uh, for another podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Birchnell, and then we got Andrew Cox here today. We are back for a solid season two. You guys have just listened, I'm hoping, to all three of our pre-launch series uh, leading up to this, and today is really kind of a... I don't know if you want to call it like episode zero or or whatever, but we're going to go into some reintroductions of who we are, what we've done, all that other stuff. But real quick, I want to remind you of how to support the show. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to all the things like our YouTube, our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and specifically our podcast because Mm -hmm. that is our main focus. It's our baby at the moment. I think Andrew's like the biggest cheerleader for it, right? (laughs) And then we've got our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash QCFE. By subscribing there, you get uh, three different levels of different perks that you can get. You get all the fun stickers and outtakes, bloopers. There was one recently that we added of uh, Andrew playing with his kids' toys that was somehow made it in there. So... (laughs) That's a, from, thing. that's a thing it's in our patreon i was scrolling through and it somehow made it into an outtake you're kidding don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> that's nice um, okay whatever but with all of that out of the way let's i guess talk about where we've been what we've been up to anything you want to add before we get started um listen to the whole episode and we'll tell you how to follow us personally afterwards cool Yeah, I dig it. So how are you, Alex? I am good. I am tired. I just got off work. I work third shift in home health care. I don't know if I've mentioned that on a prior podcast um, since it's kind of been new since we uh, left off. But I work home health care, third shift. Um, Lots happened in in the amount of time that we've uh, dropped off the face of the earth for our podcast and then mm-hmm. come back so yeah. you moved you moved to florida that's the thing i did that i did that on purpose yeah um yeah so um you go first i alex and i both lived in tennessee basically in the same city you were in johnson city right yes like, mm-hmm. is that where you were okay i'm still yeah i'm not gonna like reveal all your stuff it's like and his social is no i'm not gonna do that but it's just Uh-oh. no it was, we both lived in east tennessee I got a job working for a really interesting organization to do um, to, to work on social justice issues in uh, Florida. And so I moved to Florida in uh, central Florida, really excited about that. Uh, but I just moved like 10 days ago. And so I'm just in Florida now, like this room is Florida. Um, so yeah, we've had, we've had a quite a change of pace, Alex and I, um, and we're really excited to talk mm-hmm. to you guys about what we're going to be doing this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll tell you more about me too, because um, some crazy stuff happened. Um, I'm a trans man for those that listen. Um, I identify as gay or queer or bi, whatever label. I don't really care. Typically we just say gay just because we're not a heterosexual looking couple. Um, And it's just easier oftentimes. But if people actually care to learn, I guess we would be considered queer or whatever, bisexual, I don't care. Um, those things. Those things. Those things I, we're just in an umbrella. Who knows? Um, my husband is also trans. Um, we've both had top surgery. Uh, he had top surgery in, a couple years ago, and I had mine this past summer. Um, hormones will be for five years next month. 
and well we're married i don't know if people we've been married oh this month's our anniversary uh we'll be married eight years on, on the 18th but on a personal note i'm in school now um i so I, yeah i know <laughs> i'm in school to eventually get my uh ordination license uh to become a pastor for my local church or potentially um church plant and, and by the way guys just because he's a queer pastor doesn't mean that he's only going to do queer writings that's not a like i also mean just no, say kidding. <laughs> it is just a wedding yeah it's, it's just a wedding like, like i do think that like a queer wedding would be more fun it sounds like there's like sparklers and skates but mm-hmm. like i don't like but you can just call it a wedding that's fine yeah well that's like um this is totally off topic but that's who we are um when people refer to chris as my partner i get a little offended because really? it's yeah interesting tell me and what I, so it, it's not like offended in the sense of how dare you but it's more of i fought so hard for us to get married that oh i want he's my husband i mean legally everything so it's like i do not want because partner has notoriously been used to be a lesser version of a partnership versus marriage in the queer community or around here in my experience and so when somebody says partner it's like oh we don't have it's almost like you don't have the same equal footing as a your you know heteronormative counterpart and so that's why i don't like it I (laughs) i thank you for saying that i had no idea I, so my default has been to say partner because I know a lot of LGBTQ plus people mm-hmm. that will be life partners, but will forego oh, the yeah. marriage aspect. And so like, I kind of, I kind of use partner the way straights use friend. Who's your friend? You know, just like, <laughs> like, like your friend. it's just like, 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 oh, that's not fair. That's not how I use it. It's, it's more like, um, you ever meet like a straight couple? Yeah, they they're out there. They exist. I mean, they're they're more common nowadays than they used to be. Um, you know, they're all over the place. And um, so <laughs> that's so dumb. I'm sorry. Um, I almost missed it. It's fine. <laughs> I, that was that was stupid. Okay, okay. So, um, but no, like you're, you're be a straight couple, but you don't know they're a couple, and you're just like, and you're like, who's your friend? Because because you're giving them the chance to like. Okay, I got you. My girlfriend the, or. Yeah, who's your yeah who's this who's this to you tell, tell me what i'm supposed to say right now i i think i use partner for for people that you can tell uh for for like queer folk the same way it's just like yeah oh is, is this your partner it's like oh this is my husband oh okay your husband thank you for telling me it's yeah like, yeah that's fine um i have no issue with that if somebody says i guess i should explain so if somebody no, 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 says no, you did a great job but go yeah. ahead yeah well I, I was just saying like if somebody says partner I will automatically correct them, but I guess my offense or irritation comes in because it's so ingrained in the culture that you refer to a gay couple as partners. People will then continue to call partner after I've corrected. I see, kind of like a, um, I'm sure this happens, so I'll just make a hypothetical. Okay. So like, for example, there's um an, it's always an old bitty in my examples. I think I need to talk to my therapist about that. But it just so there's an old bitty who internally does not view gay marriage as marriage, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And 
sees it as adultery or whatever, right? Because that's a thing. People believe that. Yeah. Um, and so her use of partner is kind of like Southern passive aggressiveness. Like bless his heart. Yeah. It's just like your husband, thank you for introducing me to your partner. Yeah. Similar, but it's like some people don't even realize they're doing it. And like other gay people do it too. And so it's not, I don't want to say it's inherently being homophobic it, it i don't i don't want to say that i just think it's so ingrained in our culture especially mm. in the south um maybe in the north i don't know if anybody else whoever's listening let us know um but uh, yeah let us know but i don't know if it if it's just around here or whatever but it, it's just almost like this blanket term they use for gay couples as being partners and it can be generational too because i noticed it's more common in the older generation versus my generation and i don't know i just personally if i tell you he's my husband and then you continue to call him partner might be a little ticked off i probably won't say anything to you but it does yeah (laughs) no okay so so for those of you that are listening in um if you don't know our dynamic like we're we're both non-straight people yeah Um, we should probably say that yeah, like I'm not this, I, I, I pass like a mug, but um, I'm, I am a, a non-straight person. I, I, I play with the words, like I'm, I'm not exclusively attracted to a heteronormative cis woman. That's not a thing for me. Like, I mean, I'm attracted to women, but I'm also attracted outside of that standard heteronormative structure. Mm-hmm. Um, the words that make sense by definition for me, for like what mm-hmm. I felt and experienced have been uh, bisexual is a word that makes sense to me. Pansexual makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also queer as just kind of like this blanket statement makes a lot of sense to me for like how I, now I am also in, I, I, I'm my, my, I am married to a woman. My mm-hmm. wife is not straight either, but we are both in a monogamous marriage. Um, yeah. So I, I guess by definition, that's a mixed orientation marriage technically. Do, what do you guys consider yourself a queer couple like what yeah, would you okay that's usually how I, we, I say queer <laughs> just for myself so do i because like and to be honest i don't say queer for me i say queer for the people that i'm talking to yeah that because if i say more than that i watch their eyes glaze over yeah okay i can say that yeah yeah you, you ever experienced that where it's just like 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 sometimes they don't want to dive deeper <laughs> no and but they also and many times bless their heart they're so polite that they bless will their stay hearts. in there bless their hearts um <laughs> they they they're straight bless their hearts and we have northern listeners so let me just say this real quick oh, if yeah, anybody yeah. says bless your heart it is not a compliment no it is not it yeah. is a it is condescension at the highest level like mm-hmm. it is the social equivalent of Spartan kicking you into a pit, but you well, can do it in church. <laughs> like that's what it is. Okay, that's that's an extreme. Um, <laughs> another ver- <laughs> another way that I've heard it sound is like, okay, so you're you see a mom and her new baby, and she's trying to introduce you to her new baby. It's like, oh look, isn't he cute? And he's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. You go, oh look at him, bless his heart. That means your baby is <laughs> ugly. <laughs> that means he's ugly. Yeah, that's what that means. Like if, if, if you, if you prompt a Southern person to say something and they replace whatever you were looking for with bless their heart, they don't agree with you. 
and they will not tell you why. No, they just want you to move on and just, just keep going. And I'm sorry, we have like, I have ADD. I'm pretty sure you said you have ADD or ADHD. For those There's that are- no chance I don't. There's yeah. no possibility. You know what I want to do now? I want to mm -hmm. do a couple episodes about being queer in Appalachia. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Because it's it's a different world, y'all. <laughs> it is. People, people think Appalachia is the South. I just want to say straight up, bless your heart. Um, because Appalachia is a different world. Like it is like- they're, It technically is in the South, but it's- it, it, it's, it's in the South, but it is a different kind of community. It's a different kind of culture. Mm -hmm. it, it has some similarities, but it is not. It, it, it Florida is technically well. People don't think Florida's Georgia. Okay, Georgia is the South. Mm -hmm. The hills of Tennessee are Appalachia, and that that's ding ding ding, ding 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 ding. Yeah, that's a different <laughs> world. Like fr we fry the same stuff, but we approach people differently. Mm -hmm. Because like a person from Georgia can come to Tennessee, both Southern, go into the hills and go, what's this foreigner doing here? That's the kind of stuff that happens in Appalachia. Luckily, though, I would say this. Johnson City, because of the university here, mm -hmm. has we have more of a melting pot. But like you go to Irwin. I don't go to Irwin. For, there's a reason we don't go to Irwin. They have KKK people still active there. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the high don't school go to Irwin. Irwin. The high school, the last, so I went to two high schools. I went to one high school. Now that I look back, it's pretty obvious that I was super depressed because I was bullied and because I was queer. That was what was happening there. But I transferred high schools. It's part of my story. I'll tell that later. Um, transferred to high schools and ended up at a high school in the county. And like people knew where the higher upper echelon of the KKK lived, like within five, 10 minute drive from the high school. We just knew. We just knew that. That was a thing. Do you want to talk about what our lineup is going to be? Before? I probably really should. Yeah. <laughs> I probably really should. We're really going to edit, so it's fine. Okay, um, great. So for those ha that have stuck around to this point, um, yeah. we're going to talk about the, the lineup um, and what to expect for this season and all that fun stuff. Um, I personally, so we've actually had a lot of people reach out to us recently. They really want us to talk about the clobber passages. Uh, we've mm. made blog. What are the clobber passages, Alex? Well, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> so these are the the verses. What do we have for them, Alex? We have homophobia so in door one. <laughs> Ancient Near Eastern homophobia, Alex. Yeah, oh, should have stuck with door two. Wah, wah. <laughs> So clobber verses are verses that have notoriously been used in the Bible to bash uh, LGBTQ plus individuals. Um, and they range from the Sodom and Gomorrah story, uh, the Leviticus um, 1822. Uh, you've got First Corinthians, you got Jude, um, you got Romans that talk about it, all the fun things. And uh, we'll dive into it about uh, mistranslations. We can talk about um, when the English Bible first had the, the word homosexual in it, which was in 1946. They're making a movie about it. We'll talk about that later. Um, and 
yeah, so that that's the big thing. There's one, two, three, four, five, six episodes that we can make just on the clobber verses or mesh them together. We'll just kind of see how it how it flows from there. I'm, um, I'm very much in the let's leave each of them alone because well, can I can I explain why? Yeah, go for it. So okay, so often when we read the Bible, we forget that the Bible, the word Bible itself actually means biblos, which means books, plural. Bible is a transliteration of the word of Latin. I believe it's Latin, uh, biblos, which literally means books. And so it's not a book. The Bible is not a book. The Bible is a collection of poems, exactly, yeah, history, um, uh, stories. Uh, even has some like fantasy elements and like the prophetic tendency there that that should symbolism, be all that. Yeah, and, and, and so when we there, there are certain, certain some of those verses are in ancient law texts mm-hmm. for a specific time and place, and, th- and they're valuable. And we're not going to pretend they're not. Because, but, because they have a purpose for why they're there. But then there's other verses like the one in Jude that is not, um, that is, that is completely disconnected. It, it's the difference between, it is. Being, oh gosh, it's so different. It's like reading Mother Goose and then M. Night Shyamalan's movies and putting them side by side and go, and if they both say something similar, it's like, same thing. It's all yeah, one But it's thing. not. It's not at all. Like the, 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 the authors didn't even know each other. Okay. Like they didn't talk about it. So I, I I'm I'm in the camp of he's we, ready to we, dive in now. <laughs> I'm, not do, I'm not gonna do it. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, I'm in the camp that we could do we could do one on each of those. Um, totally. And, and and the reason we're doing these is because queer Christian family values is still very much a testimonial space for Alex, and it's I, I suppose it's coming becoming one for me as well. Yeah. But we also know that there needs to be more resources out there for queer, for queer Christians, for mm-hmm. queer agnostics that would like the opportunity to explore Christianity, for affirming uh, Christians, agnostics, atheists that would like to hear this perspective. And we want to, that we want the season to be a resource. We yeah. want it to be a place where you, you have not, not necessarily fuel for the arguments you want to win, but thoughts that you could explore about your faith. Yeah. Education, exploration, all that fun stuff. We might and throw an invitation. A, pass an the invitation. Um, we might even do interviews in the season. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I know. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, I guess we can't talk about that technically until they say yes. But yeah, we're looking at some interviews. Yeah. So you might see that sprinkled in. Um, you, We already talked about that, but you mentioned you wanted to talk about hermeneutics um, mm-hmm. and all that uh yeah we we okay. so one of the things that i don't find convincing as someone who reads the bible and mm-hmm. understands the bible to the extent that i do to simply say the bible does not technically denounce something does not mean the bible does affirm it mm-hmm. um and so some people will say well because of this 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 the bible never technically addresses gay marriage you know what you're 100% correct. Anyone that says otherwise is wrong. You are right. But that doesn't mean the Bible affirms it by that argument. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Now, I think that there are wonderful interpretive lenses that are entirely appropriate that you can use, that you can help be your lens to view the Bible 
that do actually affirm queer people, that affirm gay marriage, uh, mm -hmm. that affirm um, gay Christians and gay clergy. I think that's a real thing that is very important. And, and sometimes, and you may not know this listeners, in the LGBTQ plus community, there are people that find a way to be LGB affirming, but not trans. Mm, and there are yeah. people that find a way to be trans affirming, but not LGB. We are both. We, we think that there is plenty of space theologically, hermeneutically, exegetically, and through interpretive skills and tools to be both LGB affirming and T affirming. Yes, um, I would hope so. <laughs> um, so Got to talk to you, Alex. I don't know how I feel about bi people. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's my self-loathing. I'm talking to my therapist about it, but you know. No, it's, <laughs> Internalized no, um, biphobia. That's a thing. It is a thing. That, that might be a thing that we could do this season. I don't know if we will or not, but like talk oh. about the phobias. Another like thing. Phobias? Oh yeah. What? What's up? What's up? I, I thought about it. Somebody else mentioned they wanted to talk about, or us to talk about purity culture. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. That could be or... like an entire season, but whatever. <laughs> Can we just do a series called what the 1940s and 50s got wrong? Like, like an entire. <laughs> just a thing? WTF series. Yeah, yeah. And hey, guys, keep sending us requests for whatever mm -hmm. you want us to talk about on here. Um, and even like devil's advocacy stuff. Like if you, you know, if you oh, want to no. play devil's advocate. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, if you, if you have like a non-affirming argument that you keep hearing that you want us to address, if you keep hearing, or if you are on the on the edge, and there is a reason that you can't be affirming yet, you just don't like. There's this thing that prevents you from doing it. Mm -hmm. Talk to us. Talk to us. Like, like reach out because I I would love to dismantle this stuff. Now, we got Twitter people. Do we that that Twitter comment that I messaged you about? I never saw it. What, what did they say? Oh Lord, I can bring it up. Hold on. So this one was from a post that we did back in January. So they went back far, or maybe they were looking through some. I didn't tag Christian on this at all. I titled LGBTQ hashtags. So yeah, they were looking for some arguments because there's huh. not there they should if they're not affirming they wouldn't have been in any of these hashtags that i used anyway it was about leviticus 18:22, and i was saying it's about pederasty and he says okay if that's your take on it what do you say about the first chapter of romans and then he's he kept commenting saying how do you even come to this conclusion it says nothing about age difference i'm sorry but in my opinion, this would take some serious mental gymnastics. And I'm like, he's real caught on that. But anyway. And, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll say this. For people that think that being affirming of LGBTQ plus people as a Christian is mental gymnastics. Yeah. Wait till we introduce you to the interpretive tradition that led to the homosexual being in your Bible. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Like that, that's mental gymnastics. And, and I don't blame you. I get it. If you're listening and you're in that camp, I don't blame you. You're trying to be faithful to your Bible. I 110% respect that. I really do. However, your translators were not as faithful to the Bible as you're trying to be. 
I'm sorry. Let us show you a better way. Yeah, no, actually, I, I saw someone on TikTok who there was a, there's this nice, nice girl who young, young girl who was choosing to try and tackle what's going on in Hebrews, uh, not Hebrews, the book, the uh, Leviticus in Hebrew. And there's this guy who came on and just tore apart unjustifiably, unjustifiably. And he, he was half right, but he was half wrong, you know, like the devil. And yeah. it, in Hebrew, it actively avoids aging the male in that passage. There are plenty of tools that Hebrew has to say any male. Like, like, it happens all the time when it talks about food in the Le- Le- Levitical standard, right? Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's just like, you cannot eat any shellfish. You cannot eat any, like there's so many tools ling- linguistically to suggest all of this thing. And Hebrew language goes into deep spaces to make sure that there's no room for error, but it didn't do it with this passage. Mm-hmm. It didn't do it. It, it, it ages and genders the, the woman. It ages and genders the first male and actively avoids aging, but genders the second male mm-hmm. and, and to, to suggest that it because it doesn't age is suggesting all men is mental gymnastics that's mental gymnastics that, that that's reading into the text something that's not there yeah now now i will say i think it's an appropriate possible interpretation to say that it could be all men i think it's an appropriate thing you could do but you don't have enough evidence to say that interpreting it otherwise would be wrong but yeah, I mean, so that that's the plan. Um, we also want to kind of talk into kingdom of God and like more. Well, we're we're gonna go away from not just LGBTQ specific spaces of understanding the Bible, based on the outline that I have of our podcast episodes, um, but dive deeper into because because last season we we learned how to read Paul's letters, right? So we, we, we learned that. Um, this season, we're going to learn deeper into how to read scripture in general, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's going to be a wild ride, y'all, and a bunch of interviews with random people. Listen, we're over 2,100 followers on Instagram now. So huh. we get people every day. And I mean, it's great. Scary, but it's great. <laughs> um, like, like Alex Birchnell is about to be the Jeff Bezos of like queer Christian stuff because he started in his, in his garage, you know, just tinkering didn't around. Didn't even have a garage. Didn't even have a garage, you know? Yeah. Like, 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 like rags to riches story here, y'all. Right. Be a Patreon sponsor so I can quit my job. No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. Don't say you're kidding. Listen, y'all. I'm completely serious. If, if you're listening to this and you want to see someone dedicate all of their time to taking care and serving and loving the queer community, fund this podcast. Fund, but by funding this podcast, you're funding the blog. You're funding um, the ability for Alex to dedicate all of his time to this thing that he loves more than anything else. So, I mean, it, it's it's kind of ridiculous, but a lot of you love this. Love it enough to give him the space to do this long-term. Just do it. That's my new advertisement video. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, just do it. Like, 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 love this enough to let him do this full-time. Because he will. 
He's crazy. He works his works his tail off. So too much. Um, <laughs> I, I so, spend my entire life on it. Um, so yeah, the, season, the rest of the season. Yes, yeah, sorry. Don't apologize to me. I'm not helpful to you half the time. So. Okay, so this upcoming season, what we're going to do is we are going to address the clapper passages. We're also going to potentially have some really interesting interviews in there. But we're also just going to set some foundational theology, um, some foundational Christian theology. And here's why. A lot of us that find ourselves in spaces like this one are actively deconstructing our faith Mm -hmm. from what we've learned. And there are some things that you are deconstructing that should never be built back up because God didn't want those, those monuments to evil empire and to white supremacy and to homophobia built in the first place. But those things, it's just like, so, so, so some of those things don't need to be reconstructed. They only need to be deconstructed, but nature abhors a vacuum. There are things that are worth knowing from the Bible and from early Christian theology that I, I think you deserve to know. Um, and, and I want to give you a chance to revisit your faith or explore what this faith could be for someone um, as a queer or affirming person. That's great. Honestly, I think that if we're going to end anywhere, that's this is this is where it's going to end. This is the space? Okay, cool. Yeah, this and is uh, the space. All right. Hey, Alex Burchanel, if people want to hear more from you, where can they follow you? <laughs> Hey, Andrew Cox, you can, people can follow me at uh, Mr. Alex Birchnell on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I technically have a TikTok, but I don't use it. Um, so don't, don't follow me there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Mr. Alex Birchnell. My last name is spelled B-U-R-C-H-N-E-L-L. And what about you, Andrew? Where can people follow you? Great question. I'm looking them up right now. Okay, so... <laughs> I do have, I have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, and TikTok. Um, I don't really use my Twitter just cause I don't, I haven't, I don't, I, I, I'm not good at it. So, Same. um, my Instagram and TikTok are my full name with my middle name, Andrew Harrison Cox. That's Andrew spelled the way you spell Andrew, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N Cox, C-O-X is neither plural nor phallic. There's an X at the end instead. Um, I need you to put that in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's C-O-X. It's neither plural nor phallic. Yes, I can do that. Uh, okay, so that's my name, and that's how you find me. Um, also, my full name with spaces for Facebook. So Andrew Harrison Cox, that's how you find me on Instagram. That's how you find me on TikTok. That's how you find me on Facebook. Thank you for listening to Queer Christian Family Values Podcast uh, with your hosts, Alex Birchnell and I'm Andrew Cox. We appreciate you listening and we hope you have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>